0: welcome to earwig music podcast the podcast for the music that is constantly playing in my head and on my stereo welcome back listeners and thanks for tuning in so today i've been thinking about this one for a little bit um every so often you know the song will come on the radio or not on the radio because they don't play this particular person on the radio at least in my area but uh on my radio, on my own personal playlists or whatever. And it's got me thinking, I really want to talk about uh, this artist. So, this is going to be a little bit of a big episode. I'm not going to hit every single thing, but uh, some of my favorites. So, person I want to talk about today is none other than Tom Waits. Tom Wheats, yes. The man, the myth, the legend. Tom Wheats has been around for my entire life. Uh, actually, looking it up right now, he years active 71 to now, so that spans my entire life exactly. So he's put out a lot of stuff. He... Quite an eclectic person, we'll say. Uh, Very, very talented. But I'm not really going to talk too much about him as an artist, but more his music. Um, I do want to start off with what I consider my favorite actual Tom Waits album as a whole. And that's Mule Variations. Uh, I think as a whole... It's the strongest album in my mind, Uh, at least it it connects with me the most, so it's my favorite album, except for one song, and I'm going to guess that everyone out there probably knows the song I'm about to say, Big in Japan. I do not like that song. I've actually deleted that particular song off of my iTunes. I don't even acknowledge it as part of that album. Um, just, there's something about that song I just don't like, just don't like it. But every other song on there is super, super solid, super good album, except for the one song. So I'm going to hit some highlights, my favorite tracks off of Mule Variations, and I'm going to hit a few other tracks off of a couple, just a couple other albums of his, just again, my some of my personal favorites um, so off of mule variations we've got georgia lee uh, this is actually a quote from tom waits it says i like beautiful melodies telling me terrible things so that sums up this song pretty well georgia lee is a sad song about death uh, it actually tells the true story of of a 12-year-old girl, uh, Georgia Lee Moses, whose body was found just off the side of a highway in San Francisco. Uh, still, to this day, as far as I know, still an unsolved murder. So, uh, yeah, super sad song. And with, with his kind of raspy voice, it makes it even a little sadder. Uh, a lyric from the song that really kind of catches me is why wasn't God watching? Why wasn't God there for Georgia Lee? So that kind of really really hits it home for you. Why did a bad thing happen to this poor girl? Why wasn't God there watching? Why wasn't wasn't God there for Georgia Lee? Uh, So yeah, super sad song super sad song about death but an amazing song just amazing song uh next song is house where nobody lives so to me this song is not a song just about an empty house but more about family uh again a lyric from the from the song and i'm going to do this pretty much throughout this whole episode just quoting random lyrics but uh so the lyric from this song is, if there's love in a house, it's a palace for sure. Without love, it ain't nothing but a house. So it's not about a house or things, but what's inside, the people, the family, that's important. That's that's the core of this song is, yeah, it's a house, it's an empty house, but uh, it's about the family that's in there. What happened to the family? So family's super important. Next song. Next song's actually, maybe we'll call it a happy song? I don't know. It's an interesting song. Chocolate Jesus. When I first heard this song, man, I laughed my butt off. It, this song is just, it reminds me of like, you know, his heart attack and vine stuff. Just kind of, kind of out there stuff. But uh, the more... I listened to it the more it really kind of struck a chord with me and uh so lyric goes well i don't go to church on sunday don't get down on my knees and pray don't memorize the books of the bible i've got my own special way i know that jesus loves me i've got me a chocolate jesus makes me feel good inside maybe paraphrase that last little bit of lyric but uh so yeah so religion religion all religions teach that they are the one truly religion yeah I don't think so I don't think all religion I think all religion is both good and bad all of them there's not one that's hey this is super good they all have their they all have their problems they've all got issues uh, so, yeah. So just, I think he's just kind of saying in the song, at least to me, just be a good person. Do good things. That's all, that's all we need. Be good. Good things will happen. Kind of like karma. What does he have? He's got a chocolate Jesus. Makes him feel good inside. Yeah, if it makes him feel good, then he knows that Jesus loves him because Jesus is making him feel good inside. So, just... Be the best you can be, and don't do stupid shit. Pretty much sums up that song. Uh, so the last song I want to talk about off of Mule Variations is What's He Building in There? The only reason I want to talk about this song, because this song's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good song. It's, it's kind of weird, but it's a good song. The reason I want to talk about it is because when I first... When I first got married many, many years ago, lived in an apartment. We lived in the bottom. Uh, so there's a whole floor above us. We lived underneath these people that they, they were up all night, every night banging on shit, just, just banging on shit. We had no idea that all night long, bang. I, I was, I was convinced, convinced they were building a rocket. But I don't know. We moved out before they could finish their Rockets. So I don't know what they were doing. I don't know what they were building in there. I don't know what he was building in there. So, yeah. So that's the end of Mule Variations for me. Uh, those, four, those four songs are kind of... Or at least those three songs are my highlights off of that album. Uh, but the whole album is super, super good. Um, so the next song... Next song I want to talk about is Poncho's Lament. This is actually, from what I can see, and uh, I mean, just what I know of Tom Waits, which, I, I not everything, I don't know. Uh, this is off of the Early Years Volume 1, which I always kind of thought was just a greatest hits. So, I mean, it sounds like it would be Early he- Years Volume 1. But what I've looked at, and I, I, again, could be completely wrong. These are actually songs, and this is the name of the album, Early Years Volume 1. So, Poncho's Lament. This is a song about a breakup, but he still misses her. Uh, Lyric goes something like, I'm glad that you are gone, but I wish to the Lord that you'd come home. I think everyone's been there at one point in time in any, any relationship. Just you just want someone to leave for a while, but then after a while you're just like, Well, no, you can come back. If you haven't actually gone too far with it, they'll come back and life goes on. So I think that's kinda of what this song is, is he's he's glad she's gone, but he wants her back. He he's done. He's he's done being mad or whatever. He wants her back. He's he's ready to to reconnect. Uh, next song is off of the same album, Earlier Early Years, Volume 1. Looks like I'm up shit creek again. So this song to me is about uh it's about loving someone and they are not really loving you back. And so it's kind of sucky. So and you just need to find the strength to to maybe leave. Maybe, is, is what I'm kind of getting out of this song. So, if they don't love you, well, maybe you should cut the cord and just leave. So, the lyric goes, The sun came in my window Wednesday morning, and your love was like the golden rays again now i'm laying here on thursday and you're loving someone new looks like i'm up shit creek again so he loves he loves her she must not love him because she's she's either sleeping around or whatever so he needs to get out of there There lyric goes so i'm out walking on this dusty highway because you've given me no reason to stay and I'll walk until i found someone who loves me, not in vain. So, again, he loves her. She doesn't love him. He's out of there. Good job. Way to get out of the bad relationship. Alright, so, on with the next song. Jersey Girl. Uh, this is a super quick one for me. Uh, I really like the song. It's off of the album Heart Attack and Vine. Um, I guess you could call it a love song. Uh, the song basically is just talking about his girl and how he wants to take his baby to the Jersey Shore Carnival. He's going to take her and he's going to enjoy the shit out of it and her and her company. That's pretty much it. So it's his it's his version of a love song. All right. Keep going here. I'm really burning through these. I thought this would be maybe a 30 minute episode, but I've only got two or three more songs to go and we're only 12 minutes in. So we're wrapping this up quick. All right. Next song, Mr. Siegel. This is also from heart attack and Divine. vine. Um, so the Mr. Siegel that he is referring to could is, I don't know, possibly be, uh, The gangster Bugsy Siegel, even though, even though the song title is and he and Bugsy Siegel, they're spelled different. Uh, Tom Waits spells it with an A-L at the end, and the gangster is an E-L at the end. So I don't know if that was to to not reference Bugsy Siegel or to not directly so it's actually tied you know you can can make the connection i who knows I, I again i didn't do that much research on this so i don't know uh it's possible uh, especially when you take into account the contents of the song uh, the song is r- kind of a crazy song just lyrically and and stuff but uh, the song is centered around las vegas and if you know anything about gangsters, which I know a, a fair amount about, uh, Bugsy Siegel along with Meyer Lansky are the ones that pretty much built Vegas into what Vegas became in the in the late 50s and the 60s and the 70s and even through the 80s with you know, mob-controlled casinos and you had all the you know that's when it's the Sands, and you had the Rat Pack, and and Sinatra playing, and um, you know every, everyone was there. Just it was the it was a mecca for for that. Uh, not so much anymore. It's all owned by big business, so it's all it's now just a Disneylandish. But uh, back in the '70s and '80s, which Heart Attack and Vine came out. I believe, 81. So he could be talking about Vegas and just uh, the crime-ridden cesspool that Vegas was back then. Uh, and that when you're in Vegas, you just you basically let all your inhibitions loose and all your vices can run wild. And there you go. Good people do stupid shit in Vegas. Uh, he talks about going to a Mexican whorehouse. Dropping 30 grand on the Nuggets slots. So you got to assume he's talking about the Nugget Casino. Uh, it talks about picking up a hooker. At least he says, the lyric doesn't directly say it, but this is how I am picturing this lyric. He's talking about picking up a hooker. He says, Don't you know that that ain't no broken bottle that I picked up in my headlights? So, what? Eh? He picked up something in his headlights. Ain't no broken bottle. I believe it's a hooker. So uh, he came. He came to to Vegas. I guess we'll say a, a pretty decent person. Uh, he talks about how do the angels get to sleep. Uh, it, so you kind of think, okay, he he's seemed like a decent guy. He wants to go to bed, but in Vegas, just jumps in and just corrupts him. So the the full lyric goes, how do the angels get to sleep when the devil leaves the porch light on? Devil, you could say, meaning Vegas, leaves the porch light on. Well, those neon signs never shut off. So how do can, how do you sleep when there's all that neon around you? Just going and going and going. So basically it talks about, that song talks about just all the, the crazy crap you do in Vegas. And there it is. Uh. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, I guess, so... Except for an SDC, STD, sorry. Mixed my words there. That doesn't stay in Vegas, so be careful, boys and girls. Alrighty, so that's that song. Next song. This song, again, off of Heart Attack and Vine, uh, the last one off of the particular Heart Attack and Vine album, uh, this is actually probably my favorite Tom Waits song, and also one of the saddest songs I've ever heard. Just period. Just it's just a sad song, uh, sad both lyrically and vocally with his with Waits Tom Waits's raspy, melancholy, just sad voice. Uh, But Ruby's Arms uh, tells the story of a soldier's last night before shipping out to war or shipping out. I don't know that the the song actually ever says that he's going to war, but he's he's shipping out. And uh, so the lyric, some lyrics in this go. So Jesus Christ, this goddamn rain, will someone please put me on a train? I'll never kiss your lips again or break your heart. As I say goodbye, I'll say goodbye. Say goodbye to Ruby's arms. So he's leaving in the middle of the night uh, before she wakes up. Uh, The song talks about, you know, he's going to take her scarf and this and that and and stuff to kind of remember her by, but he's never going to kiss her again. So he he knows he's, so that's how I get, he must be going to war. He's going to war. Uh, probably knows he, I mean, good chance he won't come back. Uh, he'll never be able to break her heart, even though leaving in the middle of the night, going off to war is going to break her heart, but not face to face break her heart. So, uh, so I, I jotted down some, just some notes and stuff. And so that's kind of, I'm hitting these notes and then kind of expanding on them. So one thing I put was, uh, it's hard to say if it's actually his, his girlfriend, one night stand, uh, my mind is telling me she is his girl, uh, but he knows she's going to move on um, after he leaves, but uh, it doesn't necessarily, it's, I mean, it could be taken either way, but some of the lyrics talking about that per se says, as I say goodbye to Ruby's arms, you'll find another soldier. And I swear to God, by Christmas time, there'll be someone else to hold you. So he knows she's gonna move on. She's—he's not coming back. Super, super sad song. So there you go, Ruby's arms. One of my favorite, probably my favorite Tom Waits song. Uh, it's up there in my favorites too. So probably should have ended with that, with my favorite song but i'm not going to last one and then i'm done so the last one is actually called old 55 it's originally from the album closing time uh, which it's actually the first track off of that album and that album is the first album released by tom wade so this is the first full-on Tom Waits song I guess you could you could listen to if you bought his first album this is the first song uh, he re-recorded a version for uh, for the album early years and that's the one I'd like to talk about the one from closing time is has a I guess you call it a full band arrangement you know you've got some drums subtle drums piano you have kind of the full uh, full band playing. it's a little more upbeat a little more uh, no I, I don't want to say upbeat because it's not an upbeat song but uh, the early years version is stripped down it's just a guitar uh, him singing his voice sounds a little sadder in it so i actually like that version a little bit more it's a little bit longer of a song as far as i know he hasn't added any lyrics it's just he slowed it down a little bit so it drags it out a little bit more so this song is about a hookup it's about a hookup at night and this is kind of him talking about in the morning driving home after afterwards Uh, but uh, having both a moment of happiness and peace, and also some some sorrow, sorrow and regret. So, some of the lyrics to talk about that is feeling so holy. God knows I'm feeling alive. So he's he's on top of the world. He's loving life. He's happy. He's peaceful. But then the lyrics kick in uh, with the remorse side and the, the desire to stay. Says I just wish I'd stayed a little bit longer. Oh, Lord, let me tell you that the feeling's getting stronger. So the, the longer he's going, the more he's, he's wishing he would have stayed there. You know, had some more fun, we'll call it, with, with his companion. And uh, so, yeah, there it is, Old 55. I prefer the, the recording off of the early years, but the original is off of closing time. So there we go. Some Tom Waits for you. Amazing singer songwriter, amazing vocalist, amazing lyricist. Uh, His 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 vocals, his voice, I think, doesn't appeal to everyone a lot. I I mean, people I know are just like, I don't like Tom Waits. I don't like his voice. I love his raspy. Just sounds like he's drunk uh that's sad to say actually that was another song the piano has been drinking uh had to take a little break sorry for the interruption um now i kind of lost my train of thought Uh, i think i was talking about the piano has been drinking that song is awesome he's actually sounds like he's super super drunk but he's blaming the The piano, not him. He's not drunk, it's the piano. The piano's been drinking, not me. So, But uh, a lot of, I mean, Tom Waits, check him out. Uh, I don't know what song I'm going to add for those of you that can actually listen to the songs. I believe the few people that are listening to this on Anchor can listen to them. So I'll probably throw on some Ruby's Arms since how that's my favorite so enjoy the little snippet of ruby's arms and i will talk to you soon thanks bye